nobody asked me, but I really think something needs to be said about the Warriors' bench problems. And that extends to Jordan Poole because this last game is a huge, huge signifier of the disparity of what this team is when the starters are available. And I'm saying the starters as in Clay, Draymond, Andrew Wiggins, and Steph. If those four are not playing, this team is bad. And that's like putting it lightly. This team suffers because of their bench play. Um, I know it's a lot of young guys. I know it's a lot of not all unproven talent yet, but for a team that just won a chip, the players they lost, a lot of them had more veteran experience, a lot more run. And I'm saying that in like Otto Porter specifically, um, even Damian Lee had a bit more experience um, being, you know, a go-to guy, being in the moment. Um, I don't even want to talk about Gary Payton the second in terms of like what we lost as a primary defender especially on the perimeter. I'm not even going to that, you know, regardless of the experience part of things. But the man's got years under his belt, um, you know, trying to fight his way to get back into, you know, a prominent role in the league, which he did and which he earned. That's why he got that contract. But, okay, lightly touching on it, the Warriors messed up by not bringing him back. And it's really showing on the defensive end because defensive-wise, even when we're defending well, we're still giving up a lot of points. For the most part, if our offense doesn't play well, our defense is not playing well enough to make up for it. Offense needs to play well because the defense on a good day still needs more offensive help to pull out a W. Um, but going on to the bench play and back to Jordan Poole, which is what the focus of this is, um, the bench is bad. They don't look good. They don't look like they play Warriors brand basketball. Um, the jumps that we wanted to see and the strides we wanted to see from Moody, um, from Kuminga, it it's just not there. I know this is what we this is supposed to be like the future of the Warriors. Right now, if this is the future of the Warriors, led by Jordan Poole, it's not looking great. It's looking like we might need to be making hard decisions in the future. That front office, the coaching staff is going to need to start looking at that because this was a big opportunity for them to get run and get experience, especially as a unit. And it's not looking great. I know Kaminga hasn't been developing as quickly as we needed. And they're in a weird position because, you know, he's been injured and we're running out of time to really want to de- want to decide is he part of the future going forward? And that's not to knock the guy. It's just he's in a really weird position because we have high expectations for him. He hasn't lived up to them, but injuries are a huge part of that. And you can't always fault a guy for being injured. But every one of these young guys, their leash is short because we're still technically in a win now mode with the team. I say we, and it's just easier for me to say we, by the way, because I am a Warriors fan. So I take all of this as a, as a part of my whole life. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, the team really needs to figure out what they're going to do at this point because this was the biggest indication that this bench isn't ready and how much time can we really devote to developing these guys if they expect to go back to back. Um, I said it before in the first podcast episode that, you know, the front office and the team, everyone's kind of letting Steph down because he's putting up a possible MVP type season again. And I know we talked about how bad, I'm pretty sure I mentioned how bad Clay's been. And these last two games are huge, huge bumps um, in my confidence because, you know, Clay is one of those guys where you know it'll come, but the problem is you have to kind of get tired of waiting. I will say I'm really happy with his offensive efficiency and production in the last two games he played, but we need to see that um, sustained over a longer period of time. And on top of that, you would like to see it against really good competition. What he did against Houston, great. It's Houston. Can we see that against one of the actual, you know, top, you know, top eight teams in the league? either in the West or in the East, can be seen against really good competition because, you know, we didn't see it against the Suns. We didn't see it against any of the road teams. And, you know, getting your first road win is great and all, but, like, that's your first road win out of eight tries almost a quarter into the season. Like, you're the defending champs. It should be fair to say that it's unacceptable. Um, you know the Warriors know that. Definitely sure the Warriors know that. The coaching staff knows that. The front office knows that. But hard decisions will probably need to be made, probably after the holiday break, if the Warriors go on a huge losing streak, or it's per the norm, maybe like a win or two there, followed by another loss. If that's how the things trend, the Warriors will probably need to look to make some things happen uh, sometime in December and January because young talent is great to develop, but you can't waste your core, especially when Steve Kerr said it. He knows the time is coming. It could be this season. This could be it for the three of them. Uh, Well, technically, we're going to look at the four of them, and that's including Andre Iguodala and why I love Andre Iguodala and what he's meant to the team. And what he does for the team, even when he doesn't play right now, that roster spot could come in handy to having a vet who can give them significant contribution off the bench. Because at the way it feels, at the moment, the way it feels is Andre Godala is not going to play. And if he does, it's going to be extremely sparingly. It really does look like, for the most part, Andre's there for the ride, for the mentorship, for the coaching. Uh, for the camaraderie, for the morale, for being part of the team and what he does in the locker room. But that's it. It does not seem like he's really going to be a body for the team on the court. Or even if he does, he's not going to be someone that you should expect significant time, minutes, and contribution from from an actual basketball um, playing standpoint. But the bench, something's got to happen with the bench. I think you may really have to consider pieces that could be moved. I like Dominic DiVincenzo, but I don't think he's exactly filling in everywhere that we needed him to as a replacement for GP2. Obviously, defensive side, no one was going to replace what uh, Gary Payton II was doing for us on the perimeter. Um 
he was he was our best perimeter on ball defender hands down um but also gary payne fit really well within the system offensively he knew what he could do he wasn't always afraid to take open threes when given to him and he was so good at cutting to the basket he was maybe one of the best cutters to the basket for getting an easy dunk or an open layup um he his timing and his ability to understand that role and that availability to make those plays within the offense losing Peyton was like the worst thing that happened to the Warriors Um, but in terms of the rest of the team Kaminga, Moody Wiseman those three really really important pieces that um, are considered part of the future or are not that are the future of this franchise going forward I don't know how much more time we can give them. I really don't because I don't see it now. I see potentials and I see flashes, but I don't see them when they're all together. I don't see them playing Warriors basketball. And I think what they probably need is an anchor, and that anchor is supposed to be Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole got his bag, and unfortunately, this is a really, really bad season for him so far when you consider – the bag and money he earned off his contract based off how he played last season, especially in the playoffs. But right now, it sucks to say, and I'm putting him on part of the bench and stuff too, because he's been primarily coming off the bench because Clay Thompson is starting, justifiably. So even with Clay struggle, Clay struggles, he needs that run, and he's earned his starting spot within this team and organization. Jordan Poole can start, and Jordan Poole probably should start because Statistically speaking, this season, when he starts in place of Clay Thompson, his numbers are what we expect and what we thought he was going to be providing regularly. But when he comes off the bench, which he's been relegated to most of the season because they want him to anchor that second unit, which he should be able to do, his numbers are bad. His numbers are really bad. His numbers make you question what's going on. Is it mental? Can he actually not anchor this second unit? But when you think about the future, that second unit that he's supposed to be in charge of and anchoring and lead is the eventual possible first unit. It's the future starting unit for these uh, these young warriors. Excuse me. So you have to wonder what's going on there. I still think this team with what it has can do it. But the leash has to be a lot shorter, a lot to be a lot tighter. Clearly, teams know the moment the starters are off that floor, they they are vulnerable. They can be attacked. Their offense isn't looking crisp from the bench unit. Their defense isn't looking crisp from the bench unit. And then just in general, if Steph is off the floor offensively, Warriors are going to struggle. Take out any more of the starting unit if Clay continues to. Um, struggle at times, and this you know recent comeback to form for Clay isn't here to stay. Other teams know the Warriors are vulnerable. I still think they can do it, but I think within the next month or so, they really need to look at possibly moving on some pieces or trading because they need veteran presence. They need defenders. I think not just on offense. I think. We have the right offensive players. They just aren't hitting yet. Um, I think they're not playing within Warriors offense all the time. 
Um, the ball movement isn't always there. Sometimes there's a lot more, um, let me get mine. Let me take my shot. I'm speaking to Kaminga more than anybody at times. Um, but defense needs to get some help. I think the second unit needs some real, like, someone to really take control and give that def- that second unit an identity. And then Jordan P. Poole needs to be what we expect of him, no matter whether he's starting or off the bench, because he's been too good to be that bad just because he's coming off the bench. And I say that because remember when Steph came off the bench in the playoffs after he got injured, he was still Steph Curry off the bench. So to say you're better um, coming off the bench or being a starter, it shouldn't matter because your talent is still your talent. You should be able to come off the bench and still be the same player. And I expect that from Jordan Poole. So that's kind of a way longer going into this. I definitely ranted a bit longer than I wanted to, but I'm done with the five minute format anyways. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about the Warriors. I don't think they're done. I still think they have a chance to make the playoffs and repeat, but not with the way the team is right now. And that big crutch, that big glaring red flag issue is the bench unit.